You are listening to the Babe You've Got This podcast where you receive mindset and business coaching design for the everyday gal who has big goals and dreams and is craving that guidance, insight and reaffirmation for creating more success in their life. This is episode number 25 and this episode I am focusing on how to reduce anxiety. What other things that I do that have helped me reduce my struggles with anxiety and stress and all the challenges with my mental health and yeah sit back enjoy maybe you might need your notepad and pen and write some of these tips down I'm going to educate you a little bit like what is anxiety how it does affect us I'm going to keep this um, as simple and in layman's terms as possible because it is such a broad topic anyway there's so much to talk about so I really hope you enjoy I really hope it adds value this podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club, which is an exclusive online membership to a 16-week holistic health and mindset coaching program. Abundance Club supports, educates, and empowers its members with their self-love, mental health, happiness, nutrition, and exercise. You can learn more by checking out the website, which is www.abundanceclub.net, or you can find the website in the show notes. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I am so grateful that I can give you this time and content as you listen in today. And remember to leave that heart-filled review with five sparkly stars. If you're listening through iTunes, if you're listening through any other uh, program or application, please leave your love, your comment in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle when you leave your review so we can give you a shout out on our social media and recognize you for your greatness too. All right, let's get started. Hello guys, welcome back. If you're brand new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I can't believe we're up to episode number 25. So this means I've been podcasting now for over half a year. No. Oh my gosh, no, that's next week would be half a year. <laughs> right, starting off strong with really strong maths. My math game is strong is what I'm trying to say. Good. My grammar's crap. My maths is crap. We are off to a good start. Oh my gosh. So in anxiety. Now, I've talked a little bit about this before, but we can never learn too much about what it is, how it affects us. To be honest, like 99% of people suffer from it to some form of degree, whether it is like a mild or an acute form, which is that fight or flight response that our body has, or if it's like a chronic anxiety that literally just takes over our life, which I have suffered the whole range from little to chronic and it has bloody controlled a shitload of my life and I haven't liked it. But the good news is, I've learned about it, I've learned how to handle it, I've learned how to overcome it, I've acquired the tools and the strategies that I can implement that keeps my mental health as strong as it can be and constantly evolving. So a little background, those of you who are new and you haven't had a chance to catch up on all the episodes, my biggest challenge in life, my biggest health struggle was suffering with stress and anxiety and overwhelm. So it's pretty much all the same thing, to be honest, right? And they're all you know, slightly different, but it's all the same thing. And I've always been someone focused on health and exercise. I've grown up always. There's always always something wrong. So there's a lot of sickness. So there was always such this focus on health and sickness, like that whole 
genre or that whole umbrella category, if that makes sense. So I always thought that I was healthy because I was skinny. I did a lot of exercise. Like I could eat whatever I wanted and stay slim. Not so much now, I'm being 29, but what I said, I think I'm at that age that I can say back in the day, back in my day. And I always thought if you're skinny, you're healthy. I had no idea what mental health was like, that mental health was a thing. And I just thought like, it is what it is, or what goes on their brain, like, doesn't everyone think like I do kind of thing. It wasn't until recently, the last few years, that I really started to understand that there's a mental health side of things and I, was, um, I massively struggled with my mental health. And this is now why I help coach women, just like you listening in with your mental health and your self-love and your self-worth because they're all, you know, if your mental health is uh, is poor or, if you're struggling, you're going to have low self-worth and low self-confidence and self-love anyway. So it all impacts each other. And, yeah, I just love helping women to get out of their funk and grow their self-love and be educated and empowered to take back control of their mental health because what we think about is our life, right? Like our outside world is just a reflection of our inside world. and our life only exists because we think it. So everything starts from within. Everything starts from our thoughts. Um, what's going on in our head, right? <laughs> so anxiety, oh gosh, seriously, I said I said in the intro that I was going to keep this simple and I've already kind of gone down a bit of a rabbit hole anyway. So if you suffer from anxiety, I, I would love for you to share this podcast, um, share it out on your social media and your stories, tag us, uh, whatever it is you need to do, show it because there's so many women out there struggling with the stress and anxiety, especially in this modern world, a lot to do with um, the demand we put on ourselves to succeed, whether it's in relationship, our family, our workplace, um, all, all that stuff. So uh, if you know, you know that there's other women out there that need to hear this stuff. So please share this. That would, you know, I don't, you know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Kind of get my out. I just really want to help as many people as I can. So anxiety. So anxiety really is, this is one thing I learned about it and it made a lot of sense. So anxiety is a fear of the future, a fear of the unknown. So if you think about like anxiety and depression, they're, yes, they're both mental health issues. They are the complete opposite end of the spectrum um, one. So if we were to look at like say one's positive one's negative just you know when you have a positive you have to have an equal negative you have to have the balance everything is balanced everything is in duality in life so anxiety and depression are the opposite ends of the scale I'm not saying one's positive one's negative I mean they're just opposites they're not the same side note even though western medicine treats anxiety and depression both with and uh, anti-depression medication so which I'm pretty sure is it Zoloft or whatever the highest um, profitable antidepressant is in America is literally a sugar pill and it's a, a billion dollar product isn't that interesting to know um, so anyway that was my little tangent um, depression and anxiety are opposite things so depression is you kind of get stuck in a story of your past you get stuck in the past and you know what? I from a acute depressive like we all go through bouts of depression like sadness and whatnot and we all go through bouts of anxiety and whether it's the small ones or the big 
like you're stuck in it. It's because like when I think when you stay stuck in a story from your past, you can it can pull you into a depression because things are changing and you're not in the past. You're living back in that story, right? So I was always someone on the other end of the scale with anxious, which is massive fear of the future, fear of the unknown. Um, most of us who suffer anxiety are great control freaks. We love to have control. We love to be in control. We love to know everything that's going on. Um, definitely, we, we crave stability. We crave certainty. All these different emotions and qualities and traits that we want um, and we crave and we don't feel that we have them even when we do. So anxiety is that fear of the future, fear of the unknown. Something I had to learn was like there is, there, there is no possibility and there is no opportunity in certainty. Because certainty is fixed. Certainty and stability has no room for movement where instability and uncertainty and the unknown actually are full of possibilities and opportunity um, inside of it. And most of us who are anxious anyway, we're create, we want to be successful. We want to make sure we're achieving things. We want to make sure we're growing, that we're increasing our happiness, our wealth, our abundance. And the only way to have growth is to know that there's possibility and opportunity so the only way to have that is to understand that there has to be a level of the unknown. There has to be a level of uncertainty. And this just blew my mind. I wonder if it's blowing yours. I'd love to know if it's blowing your mind. Let us know, um, let us know in the reviews and I'll just share. Let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. Like, definitely let me know. I want to know that I'm not the only one. So, yeah. Where was I saying? Uh, there's no possibility in certainty. So, being anxious, it does serve us, right? So first of all, we've got to understand, like overcoming anxiety, you have to understand that it serves you. We, no matter to what degree we have it as, it serves us and we have to find the blessing in it and we have to find the love in it because being anxious, the reason we become anxious, it's a form of how we deal with things. And you know what? Yes, it's come from our past. Yes, it's built from our childhood. Our beliefs, our whole life beliefs are formed in the first eight years of our life. My first eight years of my life, I don't even remember. All I know is that my parents were never happy. There was a lot of instability. There was around money, around our family um, and all that stuff. And now I know why. I crave stability and I crave to be successful and know that I have um, certainty with my income and all this stuff is because I was so the opposite as a child. So little task that you can think of is what are some story like what do you crave right now like what is the value of yours do you value that stability that certainty growth success all of that because if you look back maybe it reflected in your childhood that you didn't have those things you might be the complete you might have had so much stability as a child in your life so you right now are fearful of ever being bored or ever being restricted um, and stuck and settled right you want a life full of um, spontaneity and all that stuff so whatever you was a void in your childhood becomes a value to your future and yeah learning this stuff it just like see I just want to educate you guys with what I have learned on this journey because the more I learned the more I was able to make the right decisions going forward for myself and my mental health. It's not about if you suffer anxiety, like this is the real deal. You don't need to go get medication. Medication is a band-aid effect. Yes, people say it's a chemical imbalance. Yep, maybe that's how it can be physically measured in the body because you can't measure um, emotion and energy um, on a scale like 
like tangible, like uh, I'm a chemical, like the, the physical, you know, I have the matter and you have the energetic sides so the matter and non-matter thoughts, feelings, energy is the non-matter where the matter is the, the chemical, all that stuff. I don't know it makes sense in my head. I hope it makes sense in yours, but you, you do not need like, don't get me wrong. It does help. And some people, sometimes people need the help with the medication. And I, once I've found out how badly and, anxious that I was I refused to get medication because I never wanted to be on something for the rest of my life like if I ever go down the road which I haven't in a very long time any kind of medicine to do with my uh, western medicine pharmaceuticals to help with my mindset I would only ever look at something that was a short-term uh, treatment to help progress but everything I've been able to do has all been doing by the doing holistically so I believe that anyone and everyone who suffers from anxiety can break through it and the reality the reality is i'm full-on reality truth bombing if this is triggering you this this podcast because you feel like you really suffer with anxiety and you can't get any other help than with medication that's that's just a belief and a story you're telling yourself because i have overcome severe severe anxiety from working on myself but getting the help and being consistent and it wasn't easy at all it was i still suffer it now but i'm going to talk about that later i need to go back to my point because i went on a tangent um we can all overcome it oh yeah no matter where you are like it's just yeah story in your head whatever you tell yourself you're telling you you write your own story i had written my story and i was so like my story was everything that you know if i don't do this if I, if I don't focus on my business and it doesn't grow, I'm going to lose everything. And that gave me anxiety. If I don't do this and don't show up, I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to be recognized. And that would give me anxiety. I was literally causing my own anxiety. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, any kind of unbalanced emotion, anxiety, stress, sadness, over happy, like being, cause you can be so happy that it, cause you don't, happiness is just a plus, plus, plus. Like you want to be in, you want to have an understanding and be calm and be in the balance and be what we call love. I did an episode, one of the earlier episodes of Meaning of Gratitude. Um, you should go listen to it because I explain what gratitude and love is energetically and how for us to not be bipolar with our emotions. So anyway, we can get addicted. And my point of this is we can get addicted from our feelings. So we can get addicted to the state of anxiety. And we, I, I've been there. I have been in that addicted state and I, I still have, like we all are addicted to something. Everything in life is an addiction. We just have to choose the right ones, right? And it's obviously easier to choose the million ones because they feel better. <laughs> like drinking, having coffee, eating bad food, partying, all that stuff. So anyway, um, I was addicted and I still have a, this the addiction to that anxiety because I still have moments where I'll wake up and my whole mindset will just be like, you're not doing good enough. Oh my gosh, like you haven't had, not had, mine's very representative through my business and growth because I've always craved success. That's been my story. I've been telling myself that I need to feel successful to feel happy and I'm still working through that, right? And yeah, it, it, it can, what I'm trying to say, that anxiety, like it does come up for me. I wake up with it like the last week or so, I've been really good, but before that I had this massive, like this, especially this pandemic stuff brought up a huge thing of anxiety for me because this is huge spannering the works. I had no control over what was going on. I was scared for my business. I was scared for my, my plans, my next 12 month 
worth of plans have just been thrown out the window and you know us with anxiety we love to plan shit because we need to have structure we need to have the certainty we need to know what's going on <laughs> so i just really like i have been so tested this year already and, and i know it's just a test because i'm in control of my mindset uh, and that, and that's with you guys. okay i've kind of like gone all over the place but i really hope you're following i know you are because I'm making sense to myself, which is not very often. So I'm sure I'm making sense to you. Um, but yeah, so anxiety is just a story. It's a story we tell ourselves. So that's right. We can get addicted to it. So if you're someone who like, yeah, but Kit, like, I try, I try to do the meditation. I try to do the exercise. I try to eat healthy, but it's just so hard. And the anxiety takes over. Your body is addicted to feeling that way because it doesn't know any other way because you've been doing it for so long. So you've got to recognize it, but you can't hate on it. I, when I did the process of, I went through this six months, I went through this massive process of fully starting to love every part of myself, loving the fact that I was bossy, loving the fact that I am controlling, uh, dominating, masculine, all these things that I used to hate about myself. I have learned to absolutely love them and I've seen how they serve me. The one thing I know that I still haven't fully loved because I still, and I, I own this because I've done the work on it, but I know it's still there because I still believe that we shouldn't have anxiety because anxiety is bad. So I'm labeling it bad rather than seeing the love in it. And at the end of the day, if we, if we suffer anxiety, we're always going to have that trait. We're always going to have that ability to be anxious and suffer from anxiety, but it's us to, up to us to feel the love from it, to see how it serves us. Like how does it allow us to show up? In a positive way so if we're perceiving as being anxious we wake up anxious right um, and if we wake up anxious and we perceive it as a negative like oh, I hate this like I feel shit like why is this happening there is an equal positive that it is creating for us it is most of the time for me for example is when I'm anxious it's about I haven't done enough I haven't succeeded enough I'm worried that my business is going to like crash and burn even though it's growing, like all this stuff. And I'll have to, and what it makes me do is it gets me into, it actually motivates me as we like, I don't know if you can relate this to any of your anxious moments. It motivates me and makes me determined to get shit done. So like I'll have my little spack attack, my little anxiety meltdown, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll be like, right, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get shit done. And I had to look back at all the times that I have had, um, I've suffered anxiety and how much it has pushed me as a person to get out of my comfort zone, to do the things that it gave me anxiety to do anyway, but I knew that they had to be done. So the anxiety serves you. You might, you might not be exactly the same as me, but that's totally cool. I really want you to take some time to think, like to go to a point in your life where you, you knew that you were anxious. Like I don't mean like, oh, yeah, I was anxious three years ago because of I didn't like the job I was in or something. No, 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 no. That's not specific enough. Go back to the day. What was happening? What was, like, what was going on? Where were you? Who are you with? How did you feel? What was causing you to be anxious? Like you need to know the exact date. You might not know like the date. Like was it the 12th of May? Um, oh my God, today's the 12th of May. Oh, 13th of May. I literally just randomly chose that date and I'm like, that's weird. Um, uh, you don't have to know exactly the date, <coughs> excuse me, but you need to know when. Like usually you'll know roughly 
not month it is, but you can t go back to that time um, or when you woke up, like you know what you were doing, where you were. And then ask yourself, like, look back um, as a third person, not yourself. So look at as if you were floating in the sky, looking down at the situation, look at what was going on, look at what has caused it, look at what, why you were anxious, because you're anxious about something in the future, something that hasn't happened yet, so that's stress. What was going on and what did you then have to become once that anxiety, like what did that anxiety trigger in you on a positive? So how did it serve you? Now, you might think like, no, it doesn't serve me. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I call bullshit. I do this all the time and it's because I don't want to look into it. My ego doesn't want to look into what's actually called, uh, what's going to be a positive of something that I'm addicted to feeling because the anxiety feeds your ego and your ego is like, no, no, this is too hard, too stressful. I don't want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Pity party, pity party, victim, victim. That's what the ego does. Um, you, so you have to put the ego aside and connect to your heart space and be like, honestly, like look and feel and be in that moment. Be like, how does it serve me? If you can't think of an exact time, just have a brainstorm and think like, how does, even though I've suffered anxiety, how has it shaped me? What is a positive thing about myself? Like, what am I really good at doing? What, how has it been of service to me? Um, and so on and so forth. So I get really passionate. I totally didn't breathe <laughs> the whole time. Um, this is, I just love talking about this stuff because it's what I've had to learn and grow through. So I hope you feel a bit more educated from that. And just aware, I want to raise your awareness. So I'm going to talk about some of the things you can do to reduce your anxiety. Obviously, it's educate yourself, become aware of it, um, find the blessing and the love in being anxious because you're never going to get rid of it and you can't take a pill to band-aid it. You just can't because it's going to manifest as something else in your body energetically whether that's some kind of illness or disease, whatever it might be. So you've got to be able to exp express the emotion, express the feeling, understand it and love it and love yourself. For that's, that's who you are and it does serve you. It 100% serves you. This is the type of stuff that I do with our clients uh, in our Abundance Club membership, the new program that we've created and I've created to help women actually <laughs> work on their mental health, improve their mental health, um, love the person they are, grow their self-worth, overcome their anxiety and the overwhelm and the stress. Like we, I do all this coaching inside our membership portal. So maybe that's something you need to look into. Maybe you need that help and that the community and the support. So you can find the link to their website in the show notes if that is something that you would like to look more into. You can obviously reach out to me, like contact me directly. Just be like, Kim, Hey Kim, it's so and so here. I really like. I really resonated with what you talked about with anxiety. I suffer from it. I struggle with it. Like, how can you help me? Just start with that because I'm sure if you're definitely a hardcore anxiety sufferer, you probably have anxiety about messaging me and you've never met me before. I'm very nice. I'm very friendly. I'm very welcoming. You have no need to be anxious. And that's another task to how to overcome anxiety. Whatever it is you are anxious about. You've got, it is a fear. It is a fear. So they say, feel the fear and do it anyway, right? People who, as I said, everyone has a form of fear, however people want to view it. Some people see it as anxiety. Some people who, it's like that acute anxiety. So it's just more of an instant fear that, yes, you can get over it a lot easier because it's fear about a, something that you have to do or something that's happening right now. The chronic anxiety is about, feeling you've been anxious about something for a really long time, right? So 
maybe, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, one thing you can do to overcome the anxiety. If you have it and it's coming up for you and it's to do with a task or something you need to do or something, a conversation you need to have, but it's giving you so much anxiety, but you know you've got to do it. Like the successful people in this world who we view as success, successful, who we view like they don't have anxiety, they have their shit together, they have their mental health under control. The thing is, they don't. None of us do. Well, no matter if we do, someone might have their mental health um, together, like their shit together more than I do, but they still go through their own stuff at whatever level they are at in their life with their mindset. So everyone is all, always faced with challenges and it's how they show up. So the people, as I was saying, the people who we perceive as successful or, or not anxious, like they just do it. They feel the fear, but they do it anyway. They do it despite the fear, despite the anxiety. And that's something that I've really had to learn and embrace. And it's fucking hard. It is so fucking hard. Do not get me wrong on that. But what is harder is waking up every day feeling anxious, feeling that anxiety throughout everything that I do, dumping my shit on my husband, him having to try and pick up the pieces. That's harder. So I would much rather, like I'm choosing my heart and I coach women with this all the time, choose your heart because like everything is going to be hard no matter what, if it's going to get us out of our comfort zone or get us to a place where we don't feel like we are right now. So do the thing that scares you, get yourself out of your comfort zone, ask for help and get the support you need. The, the people that we look up to who admire the shit out of us, who we feel like, as I said, have their shit together, they don't suffer with their mental health, that's because they have coaches. They might be coaches themselves, but they have coaches. You know, I have a coach. I'm a, I am a coach, but I also have a coach because I still need to be able to overcome my shit so I can be the best coach I can to the people who I coach and so on and so forth. So you've got to get that help and I cannot stress it enough. So. I really hope that's um, helped. I hope you took some notes because I didn't really structure this like a task one, task two, task three kind of thing. I just went all in and just shared and I'm all fired up now because I was a little bit tired before because I went for a 3K run this morning, probably ran for about one kilometre of it broken up. The rest I power walked and I'm bloody knackered because I am not a cardio person, but my best friend made me. I was with her and she's like, come on, you can do it. Oh, see, get a coach, get accountability, get help. So I'm knackered, but I've just done, I just recorded this podcast for you, this episode, and I'm fucking fired up. I love this stuff. I love it so much. So I'm going to leave it there. I really hope you're feeling the energy. I really hope you're feeling empowered and inspired from this because I am, and that's all I want for you guys. Please don't forget to leave a review. Please share on your social media. Um, I hope, I really do hope you love this. I'm so grateful for you tuning in and listening today. Um, maybe you have to listen to this again to get all the information again. And check out Abundance Club. I'm so proud of what we've created for all of our beautiful members. It's all online, so wherever you are in the world, you can be a part of it. You just contact via the website, and there also is an Instagram. So all of the details for Abundance Club to um, check it out is in the show notes so you can have a little look-see and of course if you're following our instagram the, at babe you've got this or babe dot you've dot got dot this <laughs> um every episode is posted up there and all the show notes are posted there too so you can get all the links as well so no excuses if you cannot find us 
All right, I'm in a silly mood now, all pumped up. I'm gonna leave it there. Love you and leave you. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Peace out, homies.